0: Introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. As always, I am your host, Chelsea Brown. This week I've been thinking a lot about like the nostalgia of girls' nights and sleepovers when you're in like middle school and high school, and I wanted to kind of recreate the vibe. Okay, so we're comfy, the lighting's a little different, you know, we're feeling it we have some some cheap wine on standby because you can't break out the good stuff for girls' nights. You just don't. It's a rule. I don't make the rules. It is what it is. If you're a male listener, just FYI, there are going to be no pillow fights. None of that. That does not happen in real life. Sleepovers. Doesn't happen. Has never happened. Sorry to tell you. So anyway, uh, this week I'm going to recreate all the stuff that we talk about during girls nights. None of the secrets. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell the boys the secrets, but like your embarrassing moments, your relationship stuff, sex stuff, like we're just going to get into it tonight and I'm going to have my little glass of wine and we're going to just chill, just hang out, you know, the use. But before that, we are going to do our mental health check. As always, you're going to rate your mental health from one to five, one being horrible, five being amazing. I think I'm at like a three or something. I think like a three is appropriate. Um, I have been having some health stuff, the vertigo thing continues, um, I had an MRI earlier this week, and it was kind of weird because I've had, like, dozens, literally dozens of MRIs, I have, like, body stuff that happens, um, and typically I don't get a disc unless I ask for it, and, like, the techs never say anything, they're like, all right, you're done, like, you're good to go, but this particular tech was, like, here's your disc or oh no, I'm sorry. He said, I'm burning your disc right now. So you can take it with you to your specialist or when you get a specialist. And I'm like, that's kind of a weird thing to say, right? Like that's, so what did you see in the MRI that makes you think that I need a specialist, but I have to wait until next week for someone to tell me what was on the MRI. And in the meantime, I have another procedure tomorrow, not tomorrow, day after tomorrow, And I committed the cardinal sin, obviously, and I read about it on the internet, obviously. And the reviews for said procedure are real bad. Um, So, it's like an inner ear testing thing. They're going to put, like, air and water and all sorts of stuff in my ears and going to try to trigger something with my eyeballs. And I'm going to be wearing these goggles. I have little cameras on them. Um, It's going to be great. But people have said that after this particular procedure, they feel really sick and really nauseous and really dizzy. And I'm just like, it's kind of the whole point. That's like what I'm trying to avoid, you know? Um, But it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. I'm trying not to stress about it. I'm really dreading it, to be perfectly honest with you. But I'm sure it'll all work out. I'm sure I won't have any of those crazy reactions because i didn't have any reactions to the mri contrast either and people online said horrible stuff about that too so i'm certain that it'll be fine um in other news i am falling back in love with reading i went a couple months without reading i say a couple months i think it was literally one month without reading um and i didn't like it. it makes me feel kind of weird it's like something is missing with me. So I'm falling back in love with reading. I'm reading Lisey's Story by Stephen King. You already know Stephen King is one of my favorite authors. There are some of his books that I just can't get into like The Stand. It's too long and takes a while to get into the story in my opinion but there are others like Lisey's Story that I'm reading right now. Misery is really good. Um, Mr. Mercedes is really good. Duma Key is really good and I'm just kind of Falling back in love with it. And I think it's important because I feel like I've been forcing myself to read books that I think I should like, not ones that actually call to me. So I need to stop doing that. So, on the topic, my recommendation for the week, one of my recommendations for the week, is to do something simply for the love of it. I think I said this last week like, have a hobby you have just for the fun of it, not for monetizing it, not for bettering yourself, like literally just for enjoyment, but do literally anything just for the fun of it. And I want you to try to do like one thing this week that is just for the fun of it. I don't want there to be any ulterior motive, not like, oh, well, I'm going to be out anyway, so I'm going to go to Starbucks. No, like actually make the trip just to Starbucks just for yourself. You know what I mean? Do something just for the fun of it. (laughs) I feel like I am not on this earth to work until I die, and I'm tired of behaving like that's my purpose because it's not. That's lame and boring. So, yeah, that's one of my recs for the week. My second rec for the week, I've recommended this before, but this series is, like, so long I didn't realize how long it was. Married at First Sight. I think it's the Australia series. It's happening right now. Um... Y'all, this is wild. I promise you I will do a deep dive on all of these couples, but it's still going. And they just said that, oh, we're only halfway through. I'm like, you're halfway through? Like, there's already 30 some odd episodes. Like, what the heck? Or maybe it's less than 30. I don't know, but it feels like it has been a long, long time. But trust me on this. You want to get on the Marriott at First Sight train. Okay? Avoid the US one. I know I said this before. Avoid the US one. It's not... It's just not it. Australia has the formula. Okay? Trust me. If you like reality TV, trash TV, you will like this. I promise. And my third rec for the week is not a hot take. It's very basic. Um, It's the pink drink from Starbucks. It is the one thing that I can get from there that doesn't have so much caffeine that it makes me dizzy. So... Uh, if you don't know what a pink drink is, it's their strawberry refresher with freeze-dried strawberries and coconut milk. It is so good, so refreshing, so hydrating. I I love it so much, and I've had like three or four of them this week alone. So I'm already starting to try to find out what I can make at home because four of them this week is literally twenty-four dollars in just starbucks pink drinks like that's excessive (laughs) but for a once in a while treat it's fine for my addictive personality it's not fine you know but go get one try it it's very good okay so with all of our intro stuff behind us let's get into this sleepover vibe thing when i went to sleepovers in like middle school and high school we always did truth or dare and i always picked truth because i would rather die then humiliate myself. Okay, so this version of truth or truth, which is what I'm going to be playing with you today, is pretty much what my truth or dare experience looked like. I will not do a dare. I'm not cute. I'm not funny. I'm not... Mm-mm. I don't want to be embarrassed. I will do literally anything to not be humiliated. Um, so, yeah. But ironically, this first question, do be spicy. Okay, so... The first question i found is have you ever had diarrhea in a public place and the answer is yes i have so you may not know this but years ago i was traveling almost every week to international places my husband traveled a lot for work and i went with him and we were on a six-hour flight to europe and we had the dinner like an hour after we took off And it did not sit well with me. I did not have an aisle seat. I did have a middle seat. And I had to walk as fast as I could. Because, again, I will not run. Because that would be embarrassing. But also, I needed to walk fast enough that I would not literally put myself in public. So, um everyone is like clearing up the dinner trays and stuff I like need to get to that bathroom okay so I get up I climb over my husband hoping praying that that is not the moment when my bowels will release it was not luckily I have to wait for a cart because the flight attendants are coming around for trash and picking up stuff and giving drinks and she was like um you know if you wait a little while to be clear i'm like i cannot wait and i think she saw something in my eyes that said i literally cannot wait so i did make it to the bathroom okay that is the good part of the story the bad part of the story is that i was literally in the bathroom for 15 to 20 minutes on an airplane I'm certain everyone in the back right by the bathroom could smell it. Um, and what's sad is that's not my most embarrassing moment. But yes, I have had diarrhea in public. It's terrible. Do not recommend. Next one. Which celebrity do you think that you look most like? For me, I have gotten Christina Ritchie because forehead, because big eyeballs, and because she played Wednesday Adams, and people think that I look like Wednesday Adams. Next one. Would you rather give up your computer or phone for six months? Listen, you can take them both. Honestly. I, I like, to be honest, I love the internet, okay? It's a problem. I, I don't want to look at my screen time. My screen time is so high. So high. But doing nothing important. So, truthfully, take them both. Don't care. I can live without both of them. Give me, like, a Kindle or a book, or like something to do. I'll be fine. Do you talk out loud to yourself when you're alone? Obviously, I have a podcast. Outside the podcast, though, um, yes, 100%. Because how am I supposed to rehearse conversations that I wanted to go a different way if I'm not talking to myself? Duh. If you could change one part of your body, what would it be? I'm like really thinking about this one because... I'm like weirdly at a place where the answer is nothing and it's not nothing in like a I have reached peak self-acceptance. I am the hottest person alive. That is not at all what I think, but I'm like fine with what I got going on. You know what I mean? Like the thing, okay take that back. The thing I would change is whatever is making me dizzy all the time. That's really impacting my life. Like a lot. It happens when I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm laying in bed. Like it does not matter what I'm doing. It will probably happen. And that is what I would change. But like physically, I'm, I'm good. You know, I don't really have any desire to get like Botox or anything. I kind of want to just let my skin age normally. Um, I don't want to get boob implants i don't want to get liposuction you asked me like five years ago if i wanted liposuction the answer was 100 percent yes um i don't want to do like lip filler like there's nothing that i'm like ooh, i really want that you know and i kind of like that about myself right now so nothing except for that one stupid vertigo thing okay next one if you could spy on one person who would it be And I feel like I would spy on someone famous, like uber famous, like, I don't know, like one of the Kardashians or something, because I just kind of want to know what you do when you're not filming. Like, I want to watch you do just the most mundane tasks, like brushing your teeth or washing your dishes or not washing your dishes. Like, what weird habits do you have? Do you talk to yourself while, like, you're alone? Um... Yeah, I think I would just spy on someone uber famous, but just like normal day-to-day stuff. I'm just curious. I'm I'm super nosy, super super nosy. What is your worst habit? So, my worst habit is picking at my cuticles and any spare skin, spare skin, so weird. Uh excess skin on my hands by my nails. I have done it since I was younger. Obviously, since I was probably 13, I guess. Um, It's the first time I remember doing it, but it's not like I consciously do it. it. I think it's a nervous tick, to be honest. And I just, even now, I found myself like picking at this part of my finger. And it's just something that I do, but it's not a good habit to have. It tears up my hands big time, it makes me bleed. It makes getting manicures a whole thing because the manicurist is like, oh, you got to stop doing this. I'm like, I know. Okay, like just work around it. It's fine. But yeah, I would stop doing that if I could. It's my worst habit. And I actually went through a period where I didn't do it. But I think because I've been so much higher stress lately, it's kind of made a big resurgence. So that's great. Okay. Now let's get into some juicy ones. Okay. Would you tell your best friend that they were being cheated on? I want to say 100% yes. But I think that the situation matters, okay? If I saw my best friend's boyfriend with someone else, my first instinct would be 100% to tell them, okay? But if my best friend is already kind of on edge about this relationship, and by on edge, I mean like they aren't really receptive to anyone criticizing their relationship or their boyfriend. Like they have cut people off already because they've criticized the relationship. I don't want to be cut off. And it's not that, oh, I'm so selfish, I'm worried about my own needs. It's more so that I want to be able to be here when this thing falls apart. Because if I criticize you and your relationship, I then become a bad thing to you and I don't want to be a bad thing to my best friend I want to be a good place a safe place so when you finally do realize kind of what's happening you're able to come to me and like we can get through this together versus you've kind of alienated yourself and now you feel like you have to stick with this person you know what I mean I've I mean I've been on the other side right I've been the one being cheated on and a friend of mine told me and I was very mean to her like very mean to her I said some really really horrible things that I ended up apologizing for later but you can't really take it back you know and she was right like she wasn't lying so I appreciate her telling me but it wasn't going to do anything and i wish that kind of she hadn't because what the evidence that i needed to actually end the relationship didn't come until later so yeah next one have you ever lied to someone to make them feel better um ever probably yeah yeah um i try not to now i like if it's in my power i will not I feel like I have too much in my head already. I don't need to try to remember a lie. And it just kind of does a disservice to the relationship to lie to you. But in the past, for sure. I know even like in relationships, I've told someone that I loved them to try to like put a band-aid on kind of what we were going through and that was a really bad choice, but Felt right at the time i tried to make them feel better and like they did feel better at the time but it wasn't really true for me so i have done it would not do it again would not recommend have you ever pretended not to read someone's text message if so who okay um i've honestly i've probably done this to almost everyone because sometimes a girl just be tired I don't have like the mental bandwidth to talk to people all the time and there's like very few people on the short list of people that I'm like no matter what I will answer your message but for the most part if I'm just like tapped out mentally emotionally whatever I will pretend that I did not see it until the next day is what it is it's nothing personal I'm just I'm just tired and it's just a boundary that I'm trying to set. I don't need to literally break my back to respond to a message that's not critical, you know? Okay, next one. How attractive do you think you are on a scale from 1 to 10? Hmm. I think it genuinely depends on the place. Like, I feel like I am a Texas 8, um, a New York 5 and an LA3. Okay. It really does depend on the place because there's certain places that have like high concentration of beautiful people. Like Barcelona, for example. I was literally the ugliest person in that entire city. Everyone was beautiful. The dogs were beautiful. The cats were beautiful. The people, everything. I was the ugliest creature on the streets in that city. And you know what? It is what it is. Okay. I... Like I said earlier, I'm um, maybe I'm not the most beautiful person, but I'm kind of good with what I got going on. So, I guess that's a win in a way. What is the dumbest way you've gotten hurt? I'll take this two ways. The first way is physical, okay? I was very young and when I was younger, I had trouble expressing my emotions, particularly anger. I didn't know how to express anger at all. So, I was mad at someone for something and there was this glove on the ground and I just kicked it really hard. It is a glove. Like it's not, I'm not hurting anyone except for obviously myself because what I did not know is that the glove had a little clip on it and the clip literally ripped off my toenail, my big toe, okay? The toenail was no longer attached to the body and it is as cringy and like goosebump inducing as it sounds. It was bad, 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 bad. My grandmother was there at the time and she had me soak my foot in the bathtub and it helped with the pain, but the nail did not recover and that nail has always been kind of weird and bumpy ever since. Um, And I remember the water being all pink, so that was... was weird the other dumbest way that I've gotten hurt which is emotionally (laughs) is staying in a relationship with someone who did not deserve me um this was like prior to my acquisition of self-esteem um but yeah I stayed with this person way too long and I just kept hurting myself over and over and over like besides the fact that they cheated on me, okay, multiple times, they just kind of weren't a good fit for me. I feel like I was constantly changing who I was to fit into their life and they weren't doing the same for me. Like they, the relationship with this person just didn't allow me to be myself. And I didn't realize how important this was at the time because I was young and it was like my first longer relationship. But yeah, that was the dumbest way that I've gotten hurt emotionally. You have to trade lives with one person. Who is it? I think I would trade lives with someone who is super extroverted. I'm really curious what it's like to not be tired by other people. So, I don't know if that's like a famous person or someone I know. I think I would trade lives with a dude for one day. Just for research purposes. Okay. Curiosity. But I'm like really curious what it's like, first of all, to be a man. And second of all, what it's like to not be tired. Yeah, I I got I have questions. But I wouldn't want to do that permanently. Like there's no one that I would want to change lives with permanently, which I think is a good thing. Like I'm creating a life that I want to live, which is great. But like for a day i could definitely give me some random privileged dude i'd do that for one day if you were forced to move to another country any other country you wanted where would you pick Mm -hmm. this is really hard because i visited a lot of places but the only place i think i would want to live like actually live shoot i don't know if okay so i'm forced to move somewhere I probably have to move to somewhere in Germany. Probably Munich. I really like Munich. I like the food. I like the people. I have friends there. And it's, like, close to everything. Like, you can just hop on a train and go to Italy for the weekend. Like, that's crazy to me. So, I would probably, uh, yeah, I guess Munich. And I'm starting to learn German, which is good. So, I could probably communicate with people. Even though, most people there speak English. I think it's still respectful to kind of learn the language of the place that you're going to live. It's kind of necessary. And if I was going to get citizenship, I would need to speak the language fluently. So, okay. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know what? I've been thinking about this a lot, actually, because I think when people are asking this question, it's supposed to be in the context of like, what job did you want? and the job i wanted is the job i have now which is a writer but that's not how i envision my life i didn't really base my life around what job i would have i kind of based what i wanted for my life around what i wanted to do with my life i wanted to have a dog i wanted to be married i wanted to travel I wanted to be able to take vacation when we wanted and not be stressed financially. I wanted to be happy, I guess. And I feel like somewhere along the way, we kind of lose that innocence. You know, we kind of lose the the simple fact that I think all of us just wants to be happy. We get stuck up in this rat race of your job and success and capitalism and politics and just all of it is just it sucks. It all sucks. And I just want to be happy. There's this girl I follow on TikTok. I do not remember her username, but she I think she lives in Florida and her whole account is literally like her day daily vlogs and it'll say like what she eats and where she goes and she goes like paddleboarding and surfing and eats all this fresh food and I'm like that sounds awesome like she looks so happy and I feel like part of me is like longing for her life in that like what she's doing seems awesome being able to go to the ocean every day and paddleboarding and surfing and blah 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 but I don't know if it's, like, her life that I want or if it's just, like, that pure happiness that she has. Like, she seems so carefree and I know a TikTok is literally, what, 10 minutes tops now. Um, so, that's not a full scope of what her life looks like. But I feel like it's still a nice thing to strive for, I guess, is to have a life where I'm, like, I feel as happy as that girl on TikTok, you know? That's a little weird, but, you know, sleepover vibes. Okay, what do you think about while showering? I think about everything, everything in life, particularly a couple of things. Okay, first of all, if I made any mistakes that day, I will relive that mistake over and over and over and over until it doesn't make me cringe anymore. Don't love that I do that, okay? Okay. But that's what I do. Second of all, in the shower, if I had a disagreement with someone or if I'm going to have a future disagreement with someone, I am talking to myself in the shower, going through what that what that disagreement is going to look like, what I'm going to say. And like, let's be serious, okay? Because we all know I'm not going to say any of the stuff that I say in the shower. But it does feel nice to just say it. Even though I'm not saying it in the moment. Even though I'm not saying it to the person, right? And it's not like... Like, my disagreements are, are very mild, okay? It's not like I'm holding back on some major life-changing whatever. But um, I'm, I'm just, like, not a confrontation girly. I'm not a fan. I will stand up for myself and others if it's necessary. But for the most part, I'm just like, I play it out in my head and I'm just like, is this worth it? Is this worth the stress and anxiety and all of that? Usually, probably not. Okay, so yeah, those are the things I think about in the shower. Okay, next one. Who was your first crush? Oh, who was my first crush? Ooh, okay, so my first crush was in the seventh grade and her name was Brianna And she was very sweet. She was a ballet dancer. She was my best friend. And we had a kind of a complicated relationship um, because, I mean, I guess this is a sleepover, so I guess we're getting into it. Um, Complicated for many reasons. First of all, she was gay. She knew she was gay. I'm pansexual. Did not know that at the time, even though I had a crush on her, so I should have known. But i was not raised in an environment that was accepting of this so i was like no definitely not gay like whatever i'm just admiring her she's cute she's pretty whatever okay please yeah no the fact that i could have that level of delusion is amazing anyway um she and i were best friends i slept over at her house she showed me some of her ballet moves and stuff we watched phantom of the Opera um and our relationship was complicated not because like we had a complicated friendship but because she was actually the first person to introduce me to trigger warning to self-harm um i had not done it up to that point but i definitely did after like she showed me and i don't blame her for that like we were 12 13 she didn't know what it would become for me and I like obviously very easily could have just not done it but yeah that was kind of a complicated complicated friendship complicated crush and I ended up moving at the end of that year which was very sad and I never spoke to her again because I didn't have I had a phone but it was taken away So, I didn't have a phone number I could give her. I didn't have an email address. I didn't have an address for where I was going. So, I never spoke to her again. And then, within the past year, I've been thinking about her recently. I was just like, man, I wonder how she's doing. So, I went and found her and she's on Instagram. She's married to a woman now. She's super happy. Like, I'm so happy for her and I'm happy that she made it out of that kind of dark period in her life as well. So, yeah, that was my first crush, Brianna. She was awesome. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would that be? And I'm going to confine this to, like, my life only, not, like, the world as a whole. Because the world as a whole, it's kind of hard to choose one thing that we would change. <sighs> there are a lot of choices. Um, But for my life only, I wish I had a stronger sense of self when I was younger, like, particularly ages, like, 4 to 17. Um, I've been very much a people pleaser, uh, probably because of the environment in which I was raised. But, like, the most important thing to me during that period of time was making other people happy it became detrimental in a lot of periods of my life. It's particularly in that span of years because there were times when I did something that I know I knew was wrong at the time, but the people I was trying to make happy would tell me that I had to do it anyway. And the problem is that Like, they don't have to live with the guilt, you know? I kind of feel guilty and bad about certain things that I did because they told me to, but I still knew was wrong. Like, I should have had a stronger sense of self, or I wish I had a stronger sense of self to say, no, this is wrong. I'm not going to do this. And it actually took me a long time, like, into adulthood, I feel like, to have a sense of self where i know that something is wrong and i can speak up like for myself and for others not just for myself so like i don't i don't blame myself necessarily i know i did the best i could with what i had but if things could have gone differently i would not have been mad that they went differently you know what i mean so yeah next question And this is going to be the one that we end on, because I feel like a lot of my sleepovers kind of veer into this territory, and this is when we know we got to go to sleep, okay? The question is, do you believe in aliens? And the answer is 100% I do, okay? I will tell you why. There is no way that we are the only sentient creatures in the entire universe That doesn't make any sense that makes no sense at all you're telling me that i'm out here on this little blue marble and we're the only ones no we are not that special okay that's just not mm, i don't buy it i don't buy it for a second and then after we talk about aliens we usually talk about like what do you think happens after you die and i'm actually writing about that in my newest book which i have no idea when it's coming out but it's awesome and i'm very excited about it but i think what happens after we die is one of two things first thing everything just ends like you die and you just cease to exist like there is no memory there's no thought there's no anything okay or or there is an afterlife but it's more along the lines of like dante's inferno type thing It's not like hell or heaven, but like an in-between purgatory type situation, if you will. I think that it's possible that once we're done with this realm or dimension or whatever, we go to the next realm or dimension or whatever, which is kind of a waiting room and an in-between between this world and the after afterlife, okay? Like the true afterlife where you cease to exist. I think that once you finish your business on Earth, it is possible to go to this little waiting room and you can continue to do stuff, like do more things, fulfill a different purpose, or you can cease to exist. I think those are the options. I don't really believe in heaven and hell. I just don't, I don't get it. I was talking to my husband about it and he's like so... In heaven, am I going to be surrounded by people I don't like just because they like me? And I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know. Because that would be hell for you, but it might be heaven for other people. So, I don't know how we're doing this. And are we all alone? Because if we're alone, that that sounds pretty pretty hellish to me. Pretty hellish. I don't know. And this is not to, in any way, like, talk down on anyone's beliefs. You believe what you want to believe, okay? It does not hurt me at all. It does not affect me at all. I respectfully and with all the love in the world do not care, okay? You believe what you want to believe. I'll believe what I want to believe. And we'll, I I mean, we'll see what happens. But literally none of us knows. Like, knows for certain. Because no one has died and come back to tell us what's happening, you know? We always hear about the people who, like, die and they see the light or whatever. And I don't know what that's about. I don't know. We cannot draw any conclusions based on I was dead for four minutes and I saw a light at the end of a long tunnel. Like that doesn't mean anything to me at all. It could be your eyes were really jacked up because you were dead. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I think. And that's what we usually talk about at sleepovers for anyone who's wondering is the meaning of life, embarrassing moments, crushes, trauma, and yeah, that that's pretty much it. Aliens also. But yeah, I like to I liked this. I liked recreating this little sleepover vibe. I did all my skincare. I'm all ready for bed. And yeah, this was fun. Thanks for joining me. I'm so happy that you guys join me every week. It's fun to hang out with you all, even though it's like almost long distance hanging out, like long distance through time, because I'm here and you're hearing this in the future. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a little too existential. Maybe I should stop. (laughs) Maybe I should stop. If you're feeling so kind and generous, I would love if you left a rating and review for the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can leave a review, I would love it if you did that. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. It supports the show. Love it all. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at yoursoquietpod, Y-O-U-R-E, soquietpod. So I have been posting every day on TikTok, believe it or not. It is weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I'm kind of having a good time with it. I'm trying to just enjoy it, you know? It's social media. It's supposed to be fun. It's not that serious. Uh, So, yeah, follow me there. And I think that's all for now. So, I will talk to you all next week. I have a lot of good stuff. One of my lights just died. It's fine. I have a lot of good stuff brewing for us. So, make sure you stay tuned. I will talk to you next week. I love you so much. Okay, bye.